Welcome back everybody to episode 15 of the Bakery Bears radio show. My name's Dan. And I'm Kay. And we're absolutely delighted to be back for the first of our run of regular radio shows for 2020. Indeed, 2020. Can you believe it's already crumbs? I can't even remember what that is. It's nearly the end of the month. Is it 29th? 29th, I know. And the last time we saw you was the day after New Year's Day. Yes, it was. It was the 2nd of January. I hope you've had a lovely month, everybody. Yeah. Now, we have started, we started the year with unbelievable positive inertia. Great forward movement. Yeah. Whilst we're going to be talking a little bit about that today, actually, this is a very exciting year for the Baker Bears Radio Show because those of you who know us well will know that we enjoy an adventure, don't we? We do, absolutely. And we've decided that for the foreseeable future on the Baker Bears Radio Show, you're going to be joining us on an adventure. How exciting. I know. And we're, I'm excited. I know, so am I, so am I. We're very fortunate in, I mean, to be fair, anyone who lives in the UK is very fortunate in the fact that we're blessed with unbelievable history. And our town of Darlington has history dating back to Anglo-Saxon times. Right the way through history, there's all sorts of, you know, really interesting moments. But the time when Darlington sort of moment in the sun came was the Industrial Revolution, wasn't Mm, it? The trains. Because it is the birthplace of the, the, this was the very first um, passenger rail Mm, journey from mm. here to Stockton. And what that meant was a vast amount of money came piling into the town and it's left us with just wonderful architecture. So over the course of the next few episodes, we're going to be venturing out to try and find some of these sort of key areas, these really interesting uh, parts of town, because we found photos, haven't we, Kate? We have, yeah, we have. um, We were lent a few books from our lovely mechanic, Carl, who looks after our cars. He got loads of books about Darlington with, you know, old historic photos. Oh, and we really enjoyed looking through them, didn't we? And yeah. saying, oh my word, that's such a place. And we actually said, oh, wouldn't it be fun to actually, you know, to walk to some of these places and then we'll be able to show you a picture now and a picture then and yes. just see how things have changed. Lots of you might be wondering, this is a radio show. How precisely are you going to see the pictures? Mm. Well, we shall tell you. We'll be sharing the picture, the the classic old picture and the rather exciting new picture on Kay's Instagram. So that's Bryony Bears. Bears. <laughs> I wasn't sure then. Yeah, Bryony Bears with an S on the end. It's Bryony Bears on Instagram. We'll also be sharing it in the Bakery Bears radio show crew Facebook group, which you can find if you, 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 know, if you want to come and join that. What you need to do is head to our listen page on the Bakery Bears website. That's bakerybears.com and click listen. And then there's a little button on there where you can join the Bakery Bears radio show crew on Facebook. And we'll also post it on our Patreon page. So you'll be able to see the old photo and the new photo that we try and take. And today it's a very exciting destination because around about 1900, a power station was built in Darlington, and we're talking massive. Massive. We didn't. We had. We knew nothing about this. This has been the greatest surprise for us yeah. in seeing these old pictures. We couldn't believe it because no. I said, "What's that?" It was like massive cooling towers for eighty years. So from around nineteen hundred yeah. to nineteen seventy nine. Yeah. There it was. Dominate, really, absolutely, dom- totally, totally dominating the skyline. Every photo that you find. Yeah. And one photo that Kay found was on a place called Brunswick Street. The photo dates from 1953, and we know the exact date because it was the coronation of our current queen. It was. On the day of the coronation of our current queen, some boys and girls on Brunswick Street had a race as part of the celebrations. We have a photograph of that race. It's looking straight down Brunswick Street, a really amazing Mm. sort of Victorian terrace type. Yeah, yeah. And then there behind are these giant, sucking great cooling cooling towers. towers. And we're gonna try and recreate that photo. Now, of course, the cooling towers are no longer there. No longer there. But what was so interesting is the guy who lent us the book where we found these photos, he remembers them well. Mm, mm. And he remembers when they went and, you know, when they got yeah, locked down. So yeah. we're going to get cracking. We're going to get yeah. out on our adventure yeah. and we're going to see if we can find these lovely cooling towers. So let's get outside in the yeah. cold. Let's go. So we're off. We are. 
So, I mean, interesting day. You can see some blue sky, but... Lots like... of blue sky, actually. Now, you were the geography genius, weren't you, when you were at school? Well, I wouldn't go that far. What are those clouds called? Um, mm, I think they're... Is it... Is it cute? Is it stratus? Something stratus, I think. It's the ones that are sort of thin and wispy. It's not cumulonimbus. They're the great big fluffy ones. Uh, but I, I, it's a long time since I did my A-level. Couldn't be certain. When you say, what did you say, stratus? Stratus, yeah. Is that because, I don't know if it's cumulostratus. Oh no, nimbo, is it nimbo? Nimbostratus, that sounds right. I don't really know at all what you're talking oh, about. right, okay. <laughs> because I only had one good geography teacher for one well, of my years when I was at school and then the mine, rest of the time mine was rubbish and so I really disengaged with the subject. Yeah, I mean mine was okay, he was kind of an older guy right. but it was nice enough. It wasn't, you know, there was no, not a lot of energy going on there but he knew his stuff. Yeah, yeah mine was, um, he was a great guy, he's called Mr Lancaster. I can't remember the name of mine, I was just trying to remember. And he was tall and he had ginger hair. Mine had ginger hair as well, although it was going a more sort of blondy grey. Right. Now, one thing I always used to talk to my students about when I was a teacher, when I was trying to get them to practice or do homework, I always used to say, it's like rolling a snowball knowledge. Yeah. You start off with a little bit, and if you roll it, it'll get bigger. Mm. If you stop rolling it, it might stay, you know, the size it was for a bit. Yeah. But then, just like a snowball, it'll start to melt. Mm -hmm. And really what I was referring to there was forward movement, positive inertia, you know? Yeah. Getting things done. And I'm clearly an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> just generally, is that? Yes. Yeah. I set you up for that one, didn't <laughs> That's why I paused, folks. I knew she was going to say yes. Um, <laughs> Because I thought that only applied to the generation knowledge, you know, to, to the circumstance that I had applied it in. Yeah. But I was completely wrong because I think the powers of positive inertia apply to everything in life. Yeah, because I guess. If you think about it, the start of a new year. Well, it's always tricky, isn't it? It's challenging you know to the get, whole year ahead to get going you mean yes, yeah yes it and is it's really really challenging i think it's like when you start anything new you know when you start a new book yeah or a new knitting project to relate it to or a new knitting project <laughs> you hate or that don't you you make a new dish a new dish food oh food yes. i thought you were like going in the pottery or something maybe it's the same for making <laughs> new dishes <laughs> i really don't know it's taking that first step that really is the hard part mm. and genuinely i i only well i just never thought about it in life and you know i think all of us can easily slip into not taking that first step with certain jobs and tasks oh, absolutely. that life throws us. Yeah. And actually, you know, the, the most surprising thing is that when you do take that first tentative step, it's always easier than you expected. Oh, yeah. And the results, I think, certainly in my experience, seem to be better than you could ever have imagined. And yeah. that's really how we've really how we've started the year there's been certain jobs sort of general sort of household yeah jobs that we've just that been, been putting off and putting off and putting off and the new year started and we didn't sit down and say right this year mm. we're going to do this no, it just sort of organically happened didn't it yeah it did and you know we've started to make and you know it's not always easy no, it's not. You know, I think the thing that stopped us from doing these kind of sort of small to medium-sized jobs around the house is that you've got to contact various tradesmen 
and you need to find a good one, you know, yeah, one that and you that's can trust. one that you can trust. Yeah. And then you've got to see if they can fit you in and you've got to get a quote and you've got to, you know, it just... The task It gets a bit overwhelming. enormous. <laughs> it's, it can, especially if you're the sort of person that doesn't deal well with, you know, too much going on in your life. The main task in hand that we decided we had to get resolved was crumbs it must be seven eight years ago mm -hmm. we lost i now know the exact name oh, what's it called of the tile it's called a right side dry verge oh the ver yeah a verge tile yes yeah it's not it's not actually on the roof no it's what on sort front. of fronts the roof and we've got like an apex over our bedroom window it's like a yeah. triangle yeah and that's got rid like tiles and running. the right side dry yeah. verge about seven blew years off ago in a storm blew off and so we all have house insurance don't we and so you phone up your house insurance yeah. thinking they'll sort this out well no they were quite happy to sort well no 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 they were quite happy to pay yeah. to get it sorted out but they were not remotely interested in actually getting so it sorted actually out actually sorting it out yeah and I think when that should have rung alarm bells immediately because if they don't want to do it that probably tells you it's not going to be an easy task to get it sorted and, and I, yeah I think the reason it wasn't easy is because it was just such a small job well in in the first instance I started I think I contacted three or four different sort of large roofers looked respectable yeah. people and no one I mean I don't two places I don't even think were even returning my calls. No. And the other place just weren't interested because no. it wasn't a big enough job. No. So we just left it. Yeah, and the problem is that there's this little gap. It doesn't go into the loft or anything like that, but there's a big enough gap for birds to go in and make a lovely nest. Yeah. So well, I think the starlings have been doing that every probably, year. It's probably more than a nest because, you know, given what we've subsequently found out, this is a large area. It's a long, narrow gap, isn't it? No, no, it's a great big vast, from what he was saying yesterday. Is it? It's a great big vast opening. Oh, right. With a wall that separates it off from the rest of the house. From the, from the it's loft. Pure, it's purely oh, decorative. Right, okay. So they've been having a whale of a time in there. Well, the problem is, it's right above our bedroom window. Yeah, so, I mean, you know, we have... Oh, my word, it's just we been are driving us mad. What you would term as, you know, animal people. You know, we've got no issues with animals. No. We've got no issues with birds, nothing. You know, all of them are lovely, except when I can't sleep. No, and, and this is what has happened. You know, again, the issue was we couldn't do anything about it whilst the birds were in there. Of course. You know, we had to wait for them to fly the nest, and so it leaves us only a small sort of window of time, which is now yeah. when there's no birds in there. Yeah. Um, the so thing is that you, you, you've said that, you know, and spoken about it as if the problem happened like a year ago. No, it's been we've years. Had like seven or eight opportunities. I know, I know. <laughs> and we've never taken it. It just seems such an impossible task because no one seemed to seem to want to do it. It's like, please come and take my money and yes, do this yes, job for us. Yes. But you know, the other issue is we live in a three-story house, so it was very high. And I think the, you know some roofers would have been looking at it and saying, my ladders won't reach, yeah. I think. Well, um, again, now you're talking as if people have actually come out and looked at the job. No, well, we did <laughs> have that last one, have. didn't we? That just should have turned up yesterday, should have turned up the week before, and have just never turned up. Yeah. Well, <sighs> the beauty, though, of positive inertia is because we had other irons in fires with other jobs, that we've needed to get sorted as well. Yeah. It turns out that someone else who's helping us with a different job entirely can Thinks actually can do, do that it. job as well. Because he's got super long ladders. Yes, and so what that just shows you is after falling at the first hurdle seven years ago, <laughs> I should have got up and carried on running, <laughs> and I didn't. But you know, don't fall at the first hurdle or the second hurdle or the third hurdle. Life's all about throwing up oh, gosh, little challenges. Isn't it just? Yeah, and it's about how you overcome them. Yeah, we're just walking through. I've never walked up this road before. Oh, I've, I've walked I've across this road here, yeah. but never this bit. Right. We're in kind of a little warren of terraced houses. 
and it's historically quite an important place because we're very close to the railway works yeah. which were the very first railway works making the very first passenger passenger trains so the families who lived in these houses were the the, the, the men and the women who were yeah. supporting the, 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 the men um, were the people who built the very first passenger trains yeah. and so to me it's always felt I like it here a lot I like it, I've spent a long time walking through these streets because this is the way I always walk into town and me and Bryony used to walk this way all the time with the pram Yeah. so yeah I've been walking that's going to sound terrible. I've been walking these streets <laughs> for about, gosh, 12 years now. Let's go right down to the bottom and walk along Victoria Embankment. All right, okay. Because Victoria Embankment is another absolutely amazing place. It's a lovely road, actually. Which it's right literally by the river. It, 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 I mean, when will these houses have been built? The Victorian. And so we found pictures. We did. I mean, they, they, it, I mean, it must be the late 18th Eight, century. Yeah, no, 19th century. It'd be 1800s, won't it? Yes, sorry. Yeah. Um, and it, it looks so different. That, I mean, it's nice now, but then it oh, looks it was so beautiful. Aryan. Really beautiful. And yeah. some of the houses, they're kind of like, it's terrace, it's Actually, a row of terraced houses. Let's go this way. Um, but they're quite big terraces with bay windows. Yes. And some of them are absolutely beautifully kept. Yeah. You know, they've been really well maintained, but some of them are just awful. Yes. And that, it just saddens me, you know, that these are gorgeous houses they are. and some people have just let them go. Let them go completely. Yeah. So you've never been down here? No, I've never been no, down here. No, well, this, you'll find this Tough quite interesting. Gym. That looks a bit dodgy, that place. Well, I've, I've never seen it open. Oh, right. Okay. But I mean, it must be. Maybe they're looks in there like now, a, working out. Like a muscle man type place, doesn't it? <laughs> Look. All right. So, it's like a cobbled back street. And then in the middle of that. And then in the middle of that, there's just. Area. Which is just full of rubbish. That's just lovely, isn't it? It is a little bit of a shame. So this is the problem with like modern day that nobody really respects where they live, I don't think. I'm not going to say nobody. No. A lot of people no. don't respect the area that they live in. What's so cool about this little back street, this cobbled street that we're walking down? Is you can see loads of the, the coal chutes. Yep, you can. So the coal man would come along and yep. open the chute up, tip it in. And some of them have still got the wooden doors, that one has. Amazing. Little wooden door. Yeah, it's those little echoes of the bygone era. I know. That is actually slap bang, really, in, in the, 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 because it was coal that ran the power station. Yeah, yeah, it was. They were going in search of because the power that's station. That's why it's right next to the yeah, railway. That's so right. That it could take coal deliveries. That's exactly right. Yeah. And I actually remember when I was growing up in Ascombe Bryan. Oh, yeah, I know where we are now. I remember that you could see on the horizon the, the, the power station, the famous one that you drive past when you're on the M62. Oh, we, we go past it. I can't remember what it's called. It's, oh, is it Drax? Oh, Dra I've heard of Drax, yeah. Sounds like something of James Bond. Wasn't there a Drax in James Bond? Well, it, it does sound just like something mm. of James Bond. I completely agree with you. I'm not recording. Mean, maybe there was. I don't know. Look, look up there. Yeah, I know. There's just these rows of terraces. and I mean, they are lovely, pretty houses. Yeah. But so few people, like I said, actually really care for them a lot of them are rented out and that's yeah. the problem isn't it yeah you know you get people in who it's not their house no, so they don't, they don't care. really care they're just sleeping there and living there and don't care what really the outside looks like it's such a shame yeah i love looking at the back streets because yeah i love those i think that's when you get every and you know you, you look at the names as well as some of these streets yeah that's clearly named after king george, george. street yeah but it's the three-story element up there that blows my mind those are those new places that are two-story from the other side oh and right three at the back because it's on a hill yeah yeah so i just wonder how that works geographically when you're in the house 
So do you have one room that's, that's downstairs yeah. and then you come upstairs yeah. and you've got two? Yeah. That's bonkers. Now, en route today, we're actually going to be walking past Darlington's theatre. But it was its second theatre. Yeah. Because its first theatre was on North Road, of course, that's and that's right. now the Odeon Cinema. Yeah. This theatre was built by Signor Pepe. Wow. <laughs> he sounds very glam. I know, I know. And he was a real character. He was involved, he, I mean, a bit Barnum-esque. He was involved in circuses right. and all sorts. He called it the Hippodrome. Yeah. And then many, I mean, probably a hundred years after that, actually, do you know, it's going to make sense to cut right. Okay. And then left, I think. Yeah, so be we're left going noisy. to back across there. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're just on a, quite a busy road now. Yeah, there's a bookshop here. Oh, yeah. And I absolutely love it. Because the guy is just out in all weathers. He's yeah. unbelievable. It's like a second-hand bookshop. Uh, it's just tremendous. It's just chock-a-block with, yeah, with books. Is. I wonder what he does when it rains. Well, I've seen it with plastic over. Now, we're just actually walking up towards... Is, it, is that a Methodist church? I can't remember what I think it called. was originally, it's not anymore. And we found a picture, didn't we, from, yeah. I think it's 1883, that picture. Yeah. Just Because look, amazing. the spire's not there anymore, it's been chopped off. Yeah. Never noticed that before. Now, what was that Methodist church is a tile warehouse. The bathroom, isn't it? A bathroom warehouse. Let's go down here. Yeah, this is where I said I thought we'd go. So we're now walking directly towards the theatre. Yes, so the Hippodrome was eventually sold to the council. It became Darlington Civic Theatre. That was my first experiences with Darlington. I was coming here yeah. to play for shows. And um, we used to park in this car park right here. Park in that one, but you also brought there's me one... here when we were going out. <laughs> and that's there's before also... we even lived here, isn't it? Yes. Well, yeah, I mean, it was it's, weird. it's really because of my sort of enjoyment of coming here to do shows that then made us think perhaps it would be a nice place to come and live. Yeah. But what's been so wonderful to see with Darlington Civic Theatre is it ran into some tough times. They thought it was going to close, mm, but then yeah. they managed to get some lottery funding, I think it was. Yeah, I think it was. And it's been restored to how well... Well, <laughs> partially restored yeah. to how it was initially, and they renamed it back the Hippodrome. Yes, and it's so great, isn't it? That outside, yeah, here we've got pictures again from 1800s, yeah, and the stonework looks exactly the same. It does, which is tremendous. Yeah, but then they made some odd decisions because there used to be this lovely entrance, A beautiful entrance at the that front, they blocked up, and you now go in like through this. Little like a side entrance. Glass porch. <laughs> it's not very nice. And yeah, I mean, they've made this sort of modern addition to it, which is just, I think it's jarring. But I do know that planners these days, they do, they, they prefer to see like extensions to old places done in a very modern way yeah. as opposed to it being like a pastiche. Yeah. I've seen that before. What's being knocked down there? Well, is that. Is that the fire station? Yeah, it is. So the road we're coming down to is one of the main roads that was. I mean, it still is. It's but still again, a busy road, yeah. I think it's, it's been fascinating for me, looking at some of those old pictures that we found, where the, there's trams yeah. running down. The, the, That's right, I mean, yeah. it's just... And then that always then makes me think of Sheffield. With the trams, yeah. yeah. I used to go on the tram every day to work. Because yeah. Sheffield is, of course, your hometown. Yeah. Well, what would you call it your hometown? Would you call Rotherham your hometown? No, I moved out of Rotherham when I was nine. Right. So whilst I sort of vaguely remember it, it's Sheffield that I think of as home, if you yes. like. Yeah. Although saying that, I wouldn't move back. Not now. No. No. Always, I found it a really interesting city because of the, it's quite hilly. It is quite hilly, actually. You're right, it is. Yeah. And, you know, the, the cities that I sort of knew York and Leeds and Manchester. I went to a little bit when I was young. Yeah. And I, you know, I never found it. 
well, they were always on the flat. Yeah, no, when you think about it, actually, the town centre in Sheffield, you do go uphill to it, don't you? Yes. Yeah, never thought about that, but you're right, because they used to have a hole in the road, as we called it, right. on that hill. Um, it was like an underpass with shops and everything. Yeah. And I remember that. And then they filled it in and just uh, built straight on top of it. managed to traverse the crazily busy road. And that was bonkers. That was opposite the theatre. Mm. And we're now just making our way down towards Brunswick Street. So, the railway line is up there. You can see it in the background Yeah, there. yeah, I can. graffiti is. Lovely. <laughs> and this is the old fire station that we're just walking past. Yes. And also as well, we've got some old swimming baths, I'm sure, as That's, well on the yeah, left down here. Yeah, on the left here. Some You're outdoor right. swimming baths. Yeah. And that's a fantastic building, isn't it? St Hilda's Clergy House, 1907. What is it now? Oh, it's mined. Right. Right, it's the mental charity, isn't it, that? Fantastic building. And we've, we've got, as well down here, there is, oh, what's it called? What, the steeplejack? Steeplejack. Something or other. There's, so clearly it was people, because, I think people are very literal, aren't they, in the way they name things? Oh, right, yeah. There's something like Steeplejack Road or something or other. So that must have been where all the Steeplejacks were based. Right. There must have been. And if you actually, yeah, if you think be. about it logically, what would that power station have needed to get up the side of it to like, look after it? Oh, yeah, Steeplejacks, yeah. God, it's a tricky job, that, isn't it? Well, it's not a job I would fancy. No, me neither. Not even, not even remotely. Mm -hmm. I think we're coming up on Brunswick Street. Do you think? Do you think it's one of these right turns here? Yeah. Get out your phone. My phone. Because you're tracking your walk. I am. And I have a feeling. Brunswick Street. Ah, oh, there it is. Where are we? That's Brunswick. Look, look, there's a sign. Oh gosh, so it is. We have officially found it. Right. Right. Okay, so. The power station, I mean, the we power could, station was over there. We could go and look up Steeplejack Way, but let's, I mean, let's just go a little way down here because that looks really old. There's an old church that is now left. like a music forum. It's the forum, yeah. And I mean, what we're going to do now is we're going to try and work it out from that picture because the railway line, you see where those trees are there? Yeah. That's where the railway line was. Yeah. So, and if, if I think it carried on up there, this oh, it did, street, it did, it did. right? It carried on all and way. the houses all are just new. gone, and yes. it's like just a load of workshops. But if you look, there's a curve, isn't there? There's yeah, there like is a, a natural curve. curve. Yeah. So let's just, because I, I don't know why, but I've just got a feeling it has to be a little bit further down here. Because okay, you can, but that church would have been there at the time. Well, we can. Oh check gosh, that. that's a school, Brunswick Street Board Schools. It says. Right, so it was a school. It was a school, not a church. 18, what does it say up there, 1881? Oh yeah, 1881. Oh, right. seven, 1887. Let's have a look. I've got the picture here. See, it's really tricky to make out. We're clearly looking up. See, if you imagine. I mean, but that school would have been there at the time and that school's not on that picture, is it? No, let's try. So maybe the houses were further up there and they're just, like I say, they've totally disappeared now. You've got to imagine that if those towers are there, and I'm taking a picture looking that way, and mm. I don't know, do you think that roof there could be that roof there? Possibly, well, possibly, I Should suppose. we go a little bit further down that road and have a look and see? So it could be that the houses all down here, which is now just like, um, it's just been Car flattened. show wet showroom yeah. sort of thing. Well, it, clearly that's what's happened. All these houses have been flattened. Yeah. Because if you were going to take that photo on Brunswick Street and there was a big party going on, mm. I just feel like you would take it somewhere here. And this is feeling. Look at the bend in that road. Yeah, yeah, you're probably right. Let's just go just that little bit further down here. I mean, it's amazing to think. You know, not 1953. So what is it? 60. 70 uh, yeah. How long has she been on the throne? The Queen? Yeah. Uh, 68 years or something like that. Well, let's check that photo again. I mean, those buildings back there look 
sort of similar, don't they? Well, that is still a school there, I right. think. I mean, that could be that roof. Look at those chimney pots on top of there. It's really tricky to say, but, but you look, I think look at you're that right. Roof. I think it is in this area. Because if you look at those houses... Because we've got this straight bit of road, yes. haven't we? And those houses have got different types of roofs on. Mm. They're, mm. you know, it's, it's the more traditional sort of mm. roofing that you'd find. Yeah. So, But it's definitely somewhere around here. But there's another road that turns left there. That could be a new road though, it couldn't could it? It could be a new road. It's called Brunswick Street North or something, I think. Yeah, I mean, that looks completely straight to me down there. Yeah, it does. So I mean, it's I just, we're looking at the picture now and it is just fascinating because mm. I think we are in the right spot for yeah, this. Yeah, I think so. Well, I mean, they look like lovely houses. I mean, they that do, looks like they do. quite a decent sort of building, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what we need to do is we need to take a photo. Yeah. I'll I mean, it's sort of, is it depressing in one sense? Yes, yes, I would say that. <laughs> I mean, it is, isn't it? It's really not the, the nicest at all. It's such a shame to think that this... I think there'd be absolutely no reason for you to, to be This one here. sort of lovely community. Yeah. Get in the picture with me. Because people want to see your lovely face. There we go. And, you know, to think that, yeah, I mean, that, that especially when you look at it in that sort of, mm, with that then in the mm, background, mm. I mean, I'm sure that that's it. Yeah, yeah. So the towers just would have been belching out smoke. Yeah. Unbelievable. You know, to think for 80 years, mm. and, you know, you can totally then, you imagine that the, the town square is just mm. over there. The pictures mm. we've seen looking over from the town square, it yeah, makes absolute yeah. sense. Yeah, Let's start heading back that way. So this would have been a vibrant, and it makes sense with having that school there. It does, absolute sense, yeah. So it would have been a vibrant community. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And actually in the books that we found... We should get time to you to dig that car park yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> in the books that we found, it said that the residents of Brunswick Street were famous for their celebrations right. whenever there was any big event. So Lovely. street parties, children's races, all sorts of wonderful things going on. And I think the coronation as well was such, I think it was such a bright sort of shining light, just bearing in mind what everything, everybody had just gone through with the war. Yeah. I mean, you can just, you know, well, it would have been a lovely school, wouldn't it? Well, the, I just think it's wonderful. It's red the brick, arched windows. This was here before the power station. Yeah, and it's and still it's here, here. You know, it's here now after the power station. History is such a wonderful thing. Mm. And, you know, the, the change that the world goes through is fascinating. But I just wonder if this sort of move away... That's a flagpole company. The people who supply flag... Poles? That's amazing, I know, <laughs> but you wouldn't expect that, would you? No. It's no, very no. random. No, you absolutely wouldn't. I think we should just try and... I mean, that was clearly all one place, wasn't it? I think it was one big school, yeah, and I mean, part of it, look, is still a now, school. It looks like a church, doesn't it? That? It does look like a church. Maybe there was a church attached to the school, because yeah. that happens a lot, doesn't it? I think we should have a wonder up Steeplejack Way. Steeplejack Way. And there still are some terraces here. Th this is it. It's just a dead end. Yeah, th this, so is, this where is where the power stations, where the power stations were. Look. Oh, there's a big electricity generator thing. And what's that big new building I've there? always wondered. What is that? Well, I don't know. It's really difficult there's to get close really to it. It's a really big new building. It looks like there's some, like, World War II yeah, um, air raid shelters over well, there. That's what they, they all are. That's what Walker's Tires is like. Right. Come on, let's, let's we'll, we'll take the back streets, but Walker's Tires, folks, is there's sort of a few times in your life where you experience great customer service. Yeah. And I think you remember it when you do, you do receive great customer service. And the first time I pulled into Walker's Tires, again, it was a recommendation of our mechanic. Yeah. There's the bus. Yeah. YMCA down there. Yeah. I didn't even know that was and there. Look, and there's right clearly some sort of guard line. thing going on because the stairs is, going yeah, up. Yeah. That's interesting. But um, I pulled into Walker's tyres and it was like pulling in on an F1 race. <laughs> oh yeah, it's really quick, you told me. There was four guys on hand-operated jacks. Right. <laughs> you know, car up. Yeah, yeah. Before Wheel you even got off. out of the car. Crikey. The car was up, the wheels were coming off. Wow. And I mean, they are like lightning. They're and they're really good prices as well, aren't Brilliant they? on price, great service. They obviously do a lot of business on their speed and you know, that means that they can charge a bit less. Yes. 
I mean, everything about it was just an absolute joy, and subsequently, that's where we always yeah. go. It's just a brilliant place. So we're now making our way back up towards the theatre, past the old fire station, and then we'll actually be taking a slightly different route back. Walking the streets, even in, you know, a slightly interesting area of town, <laughs> is... We take you to the best places. Well, th this is what history is. You know, well, it is, yeah, yeah because... You, you can't ignore these bits of history because no. as soon you'll have heard us say before as soon as you look upwards you start to see yeah. what things you know there we go look 1908 yeah. we'll have pictures with that on what it was that's one of the oldest pubs in Darlington I mean it's a lovely pub but these days it looks very dodgy yeah, yeah it does. <laughs> it's a lovely building I should say what we're going to do is you've been a bit of a no, haven't oh, right, okay, this looks this, like the dodgiest place that I think you've possibly ever taken me. This is truly a magical mystery tour. I mean, look at that there, yeah, with the green on the front. That was clearly some, some sort of shop. Green tiles. So we're now coming up from the main road towards right the... Right by the road, literally right by the railway line. We're going to walk right along All next right. to the railway lines. So this is the East Coast Main Line running from Edinburgh to London, yeah. to London King's Cross. And these houses would have been quite posh back in the day. Yeah. But what we'll do is we'll... Oh we'll gosh, we're going down there. Yeah. I'm glad you're with me. But look at this area here. Oh gosh. I mean, it's weird, isn't it? Just over the other That's side from us, strange. there's like a walled off grassy area. Yeah. But there is right where that power station would have been. Yes. Probably over that wall. Yeah. He said slightly jumping, which is a bit odd. <laughs> so now we're oh, right. coming up towards the and railway station. We should get stage. a bit quieter now. Yes. You know, you just imagine in the early days. Gosh, these people could look out of their back windows into the train station. Well, I think this would have been quite the cool yeah. place to be. I mean, and that is cool for me. That's cool. Every time that the, oh, what's the famous train called? The Flying Scotsman? The, every time the Flying Scotsman did its run, I, if it had come past here now... <laughs> well, that would be a miracle. Well, that, but this was the line it was on. Yeah, I know. You know, so you are... I wonder if we stand up there, if we can actually see down into the station. At the end there, I think the wall's too high, I can see down it? into the station. You can see, I yes. can't, you're tall. I can see the platform. I will. There's people on it. Well, there's <laughs> bound to be people on it. I just heard a whistle. One thirty in the afternoon. <laughs> how wonderful these communities must have been oh yeah you can feel it you know we say all the time in our new adventure series when you go to places what sort of a vibe does it give you and you know sometimes we'll go to somewhere and it might give us a sort of slightly eerie and strange yeah, vibe yeah. but i don't get that walking these streets no i don't get an eerie vibe i just think it's looking at them now they're a bit dodgy they are a bit dodgy, yeah. But for me, what is flowing out of these places is, you know, community spirit and You can see what it used to be like. Yes. And you have to I'm hope. I'm sure it was a lovely place to live. You have to hope that those days come back. Well, we can but hope. Because they say things are cyclical, don't they? They do, yeah. I'm fascinated by these, what look like extensions, because well, some of them have got them. Some of them, yeah. And some of them haven't. It's an extension that's got, like, the bathroom. Because when these built, were built, they wouldn't have had bathrooms in them. So those and what's happened is, yeah. yeah, someone's come along. Because some of them look different to others, don't they? Yes, um, some are very new. Yeah, so it's got upstairs bathrooms and then it'll be like a, a bigger kitchen downstairs, won't it? So what we're walking by now on the left is the most wonderful railway station. And so it should be, because, you know... It's a lovely station, Historically actually. important it is, and a huge clock tower. Yep. It's unlike so many stations. It's way nicer than York Station. <laughs> And York's yeah, one of the York's main... really big, isn't it? I find York a bit intimidating because railway stations can actually sort of not scare me, but you know, if you're arriving somewhere and you've got to get on another train and you're like, which platform? And you have to go over yeah. bridges and downstairs. And I think what's tremendous about this place is quite simply laid out, isn't it? Well, because when it was laid out, there wasn't much going on because no. there just weren't the lines, and it's like it's been caught in time. It's like it's 
got forgotten, but you know, when you consider how small the station is, really. It's not huge, no. But look at that. Massive clock tower. That yeah. is, you know, literally, yeah. it, it, it feels, you know, if you imagine those pictures that you see in Harry Potter when yeah. they're arriving at um, Platform 9 three quarters, it feels King's Crossing. It does, it does. And I know whenever I've been anywhere on the train, I've been. Now, that's, we should on one of our walks go to the top of that hill and look back this oh, way because yeah, that is that yeah. picture. I think they've taken the tower off that quite recently. I don't remember it being chopped I off like right. that. It's just the tower on that church I mentioned before. It's literally like somebody's just taken a cheese knife and yeah. sliced off the top. I think you're exactly right. I think that was there. Because they can be really expensive to maintain, can't they? And I bet you yeah. that's why it's been removed. Absolutely. It's big, actually, really. It's, I mean, it is It is a big station, I suppose, but it's not. I don't find it intimidating at all. No, because in the sense of the amount of lines it's got running through yeah, it, it's, it's small. Yeah, it's very... I think there's only... You've got one going north, one, one going, going south, south, one going east, one going west. No, there's not four coming out like that. It's just that way and that way. Yeah, but then they peel off, they pe they? Yeah. yeah. But it's very... It's not difficult to negotiate and find the right... Um, the right track that I you think need to be on. Yeah. Whereas York's got it's like Loads. a minefield. <laughs> so we're now walking at the back of the cattle market. Yes. And it's not market day today, so, which is you a shame. Know. You would know because you'd hear the cows and the sheep. But it's not a, a market day. I think it's Tuesday and Thursday. Yeah. It's Wednesday today. So. And that's been a market for a long time. A long time. time and... and in our sort of research for these historical photos and books that we've been reading, there's been a number of times where they've tried to shut it, haven't they? They have. Residents have wanted it shutting, but, you know, they've always managed to keep it there. And I think it's a good thing. Yeah. You know, it, it gives energy life. and life. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You know, if that wasn't there on those Tuesdays and Thursdays, you know, you wouldn't have the farmers arriving, and I, I just really like all that. And it is close to where we live, so, you know, we are in the area, and I think it's a good thing to have it. I think we might have mentioned this once before, but I can't quite imagine running down here, because I, I run down here all the time, this particular bit of yeah. road, and a bull appearing behind me. No, because that has happened. Yes, only once that I can recall, yeah. but I'm sure it's probably happened more than that in the history I'm of... I'm uh, sure it has, yeah, where an animal escapes. I mean, it must happen yeah. so easily because it looks pretty ramshackle, doesn't it, down there? It does look quite ramshackle, yeah. If one decides to go for it, I think you're done for. Yeah. So these, I always love peering in here and seeing what's going on. I can't it's see just a shame you're wall. so short. I'm not short. Sure. You're just tall. But buttoning up the whole positive inertia thing, I do have to say that one of the, the biggest sort of learning points for me for the start of this year is how taking that sort of approach just applies to whatever you're doing. And I'm going to use it now because, you know, like you, you mentioned, casting on a new knitting project mm. or... You know, where you are starting out with a new, but you know, that this It could be anything, couldn't it? It could be, you know, you've been putting off changing the way you eat, or you've been well, putting off starting an exercise regime, or. It's funny you that know. you mentioned that, Kate, because that was another thing that we've done at the start of this year. We've tried to change up the diet a little bit. A little bit, yeah. And we've had a, a couple, well, one miss. I mean, what, what did you think of that chicken thing you did? Oh, I didn't like that. Right, okay. No. Yeah, I did this sort of chicken casserole thing, but I wasn't keen. I didn't like the cut of chicken that it used. It used thighs and right. they were just a bit too fat, fatty for me. I didn't like, right. no, I didn't like, I didn't like that very much. Um, so that was a miss, but, but we've liked that chicken and bean you, thing. That yeah, Dan's been making a chicken and cannelloni bean Kind of cannellini. What's yeah. cannelloni? Oh, that's pasta. <laughs> cannelloni? That's a very similar word, that, isn't it? Yes, cannellini beans, the little white ones. And that's been really nice, and we've been having that with rice and with pasta. Well, we tried that with rice for the first I time. I really liked it with rice, actually. It really works. Yeah, it's and really nice. It's, I mean, it, it is interesting how just by flipping something around just slightly, and there, I suppose, is a sort of perfect example of 
simple positiveness. Yeah. <laughs> Let's try it with rice. Just little changes, you know, I think would then, you know, you have one thing that's different and you like it and then you're like, oh, I'm going to try something else different yeah. the next week. And it, you've got the ball, ro ball rolling, haven't yes. you? Yeah. Which is really half the battle. It is, it is. And I think as well, what I love about the, the difference between having it with rice and having it with pasta is with pasta, you, you like everything mixed. I do. Whereas with rice, you, no, you generally yeah, people don't do that. I'm happy with it sort of on the side. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Were they allotments? They are allotments, yeah, they still are. Because it says communal gardens, I've it never seen It does say communal one. garden, yeah, but they are allotments, I think. Because in the summer, it opens up and there's like a shed there and you can go in and buy produce. Gosh, I didn't realise that. I've seen it, yeah. Have you? Yeah, one of the things that I've come to know and understand, we're just walking through a tunnel under the uh, East Coast Main Line and one of the things I've come to realise, and this again, I've spoken a lot about Carl this episode, but <laughs> going in and using our mechanics, who is literally a five minute walk from where we are now, everyone who comes into him lives locally. They all know each other. They do. They've all known each other for years. Yeah. You know, talking to Carl, recommendations, friends he went to school with. Yeah. Whilst he doesn't live right here now he, he grew to, up yeah and he was telling me stories about how he used to go down the railway line yeah. on those what are they called things where yeah <laughs> do you know the, the yeah. things with you know it's like on a wheel and you've got like a, two people pushing two people yeah. going up and down in the middle yeah. yeah you know what we mean and the point of all this is whilst as we've discovered i think you know so sort of perfectly today whilst the world has changed you know communities houses might be destroyed but still the people are living the, yeah that's right in it's like village environments mm. you know everyone from a local area all seems to sort of stick yeah and um, I, I think the reason why I've been so fascinated by that is because historically in my life I feel like I've been more transient um, I suppose I have as well. Well, no, that's not true. I lived, I mean, I lived in Sheffield from age nine till age 30, whatever. Yeah. When did I meet you? I don't know, 31, 32. So I suppose that's a big chunk of your life, isn't it? To live in one area. But did you ever sort of bed down into one community and... No, not really, because... Were you never anywhere long enough? No, I was. I mean, in the last house, I lived there for a good few years, but it was a brand new estate, and so everybody's new. And yeah. I did used to talk to my neighbours. I was quite friendly with my neighbours. Yeah. But, you know, when you work full time, you're barely there, really. Yeah. You know, I was gone at eight in the morning. I was home after six at yeah. night. So yeah. you don't really see anyone, do you? Whereas I think in the more sort of olden days, let's say, it was a more traditional way of living. So the, the woman was usually in the house bringing up the children. So yeah. she was always around. And it, I think it was more like the women formed very much a community, didn't they? Because yeah. the men were out working. Yeah. And then conversely, the men were very pally, weren't they? They'd all go to the pub and things like that. Yeah. We just live in such a different way now, I think. I wonder, well, we do, we don't know, because like I say, you know, I. I I've come to learn, you know, you go up to Carl's and that's still, and then... I'm, He's the older generation though, isn't he, I think? I reconnected with an old school friend recently. You did, yeah. And he's still best friends with the same people. Yeah. And, you know, his, his circle of trust, in and the words he's, of Robert De Niro... He's been with the same woman since he was years. 14. Yes. You know, he's Dan's age and he's, you know, he's just been with the same girl, they've got children now. Sounded like a fast train. Well, maybe it's one of those new trains maybe we're talking about. Maybe it's one of the Azumas. Kay was telling me all about this. I had no idea what she was talking about. There's, yeah, the, um, I don't know which rail company it is, but there's some new trains just being bought in recently. And it's a Japanese train, I think, Japanese design train. And it's called the Azuma, which means east in Japanese. Right. And they're very fast and all sort of brand new. As I understand, I've not been on one yet. 
but I've seen a few on the tracks and they look quite swanky. And why are they called, why are they, is the company called a zoo? Or no, is I think that's a model. Right. I think I learnt that from Michael Portillo, who, new series, if you can get iPlayer everybody, he's just done a new series of Great British Railways, which is one of my absolute favourites. And I just watched, finished watching them all. I think there's 15 episodes. Right. So if you're interested, go find that on iPlayer. It was lovely. So it's the new posh East Coast mainline trains. Yeah, I And they probably so. run on the West Coast as well, maybe, too. I don't know, but he was on the East Coast. Right. Where was he? Um, going up sort of Scotland way. And he was on an Azuma the whole way? No. Right. I don't know, because he jumps off and on, doesn't he, and stops in places. Yeah. Just for part of it, he was on one. Didn't he do one where he was on the the, the, the train that they built here, or was it the Flying Scotsman, or what was it? I He's remember done seeing... a programme about the Flying Scotsman, yeah. Because he was interviewing a, a dude, times. wasn't he, who used to work? Yeah, yeah. It's when they had redone it all, and it was having like a, a run from, I think it was going from London to York. Yeah. Because then it's, it's at York Railway Museum, isn't it? That's where it lives. And there's people lining, I mean, it just must have been... Yeah, it must have been great. I just, I wish I could... It must have been like 2012, was it? Or? Gosh, I don't know. I really don't know. Because it's the type of thing that, had we known... Yeah, we'd have gone and looked at it, yeah. Well, especially when it would have gone, would have gone past. It would have, yeah. So we just could have gone up onto that road and we you could, could have got on my shoulders and you'd have seen it. That pigeon's having a whale time with that bread. Look at it. Throw it up He's like throwing bits of bread really high in the air. <laughs> <laughs> so folks, we've made it back and I'm intrigued to know how many miles Kay's done, I think. Oh yeah, let's have a look. Oh. Because I've already had a walk today as well. I'm going to guess two. You think it's about two miles? No, two and a half. Uh, let's see. 2.92. Amazing. That is amazing. I'd already done two miles as well today, so I've walked almost five miles today. Wow, that's pretty good, isn't it? Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, we have made it home safe and sound. We and have. at the end of our first little adventure. You don't mind just stay, staying here for a second, do you? Oh, sorry. Just take her shoes off. She's trundling off. Sorry. Continuing with her day. <laughs> um, so yeah, I hope you've enjoyed that. Now I'm gonna post the pictures that I've taken and the old pictures that we found of uh, those areas that we've been to today in the place where I said so on the Patreon page and the Facebook group and also Kay will post a couple of pictures on her Instagram. Yes. Cool. And next time, I'm really excited about next time. So Darlington had a boating lake from 1901 till 1925. Mm -hmm. And we knew that there had been a boating mm. lake, but we've only found out today that it was ginormous. It looked huge, yeah. So we are going to go off on the hunt. It's going to be a very different walk next time because it's going to be a much more sort of park based mm. and we're going to see if we can get ourselves in exactly the same position as the picture that we saw where yeah. there was lovely yeah. boats and there was a little walkway yeah. and a bridge which we know really well yeah. and then behind like gorgeous wood that's mm -hmm. now a mass of houses yeah that's right <laughs> so we'll try and relive that photo i think i know exactly the spot right. so i'm looking forward to that so folks thank you so much for listening thanks everyone and we will see you in two weeks for some more yeah see you soon the bakery bears radio show is brought to you by bakery bear productions and is made possible by our bakery bear patrons find out how you can join our bakery bear community access more of what we do and keep the show on air by visiting www.bakerybears.com forward slash listen forward slash